Hello, Roy here. I just wanted to let you know that you can listen to The Roy Green Show ad-free on Amazon Music, included with Prime. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, how to get 30, how to get 20, 20, 20, how to get 20, 20, how to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Let's get back to this issue of uh, crossing the border. Well, sort of. We, we In the last hour, and it's generated a tremendous amount of interest, we talked with the vice president of Leger in Vancouver about the polling that was done about passports, vaccine passports, if you're crossing borders. 82% of Canadians support requiring proof of vaccination for all non-Canadians traveling into Canada. And 79% of Canadians say a vaccine passport should be required for Canadians to travel between provinces or outside of Canada. What you can do with those numbers as well is look at them this way. It says a vast majority of Canadians are interested in travel. That's another way of looking at it. So when we come to the border, when it comes to the issue of crossing the border, the issue of the land borders between Canada and the United States has been in the forefront for over a year now as border crossing has been very limited, essential traffic essentially only. So where do we stand? Where should we be? Chuck Schumer, who's the leader of the Democrats in the U.S. Senate, majority leader, was at the Niagara Falls border crossing last weekend urging that the border be opened between, the land border be opened between Canada and the United States. We're joined by the two mayors of Niagara Falls, Niagara Falls, Ontario. Jim Diodati joins us. Mayor Diodati, good to have you with us. Oh, thanks for having me. And from Niagara Falls, New York, Mayor Robert Restaino. Mayor Restaino, good to have you with us, sir. Good to be here. Mayor Diodati, let me start with you. Are you in favor of opening the land border at this time, and if not now, when? Well, I'll tell you, my number one priority is to know where the target is. And this is what I've been saying to our counterparts uh, at the federal level. Show us the target. Where are the benchmarks? Where's the metrics? Um, will help us understand how we're making the decision. It seems every month we kick the can further down the road and they say, no, not yet. We'll talk about it in a month. But we don't know what they're looking for. We're not sure where the mark is and how do you know if you're going to hit the target if you don't know where the target is. So we look at what's happening south of the border, our friends in the U.S. I look at what's happening in the U.K. and other places around the world. And I'm wondering, how do we get to that stage? Share with us the metrics so that we can all get there together. Yeah, when we look at numbers from the United States on vaccination, I'm looking at the Centers for Disease Control and Prevention numbers that I found this morning. They are from yesterday, but they were on their website this morning. You have 121,768,268 Americans fully vaccinated. In this country, we have about 1.4 million Canadians vaccinated. About 18 million vaccines have been issued. But at the same time, we also know now from a survey, or at least a study that was done, that efficacy for vaccines for the mRNA vaccine after 12 weeks is still over 90%, if you believe in that particular study. So if we look at those numbers, uh, Mayor Diodati, those are encouraging, but do I hear you correctly saying that there's no communication or very little communication between federal authorities and yourself? Well, we've been having uh, border city mayors meeting with Minister Blair uh, virtually, and we've expressed our concerns. We've shared our view. Um, we understand that essential workers are allowed to cross. And what people need to understand is commercial tra- uh, trade is up to pre-pandemic levels. Those are full out. 
And we still have, in Ontario, we have 100,000 crossings per week. So there are people crossing. What we're suggesting is, how can we look at expanding that essential list? For example, as you mentioned earlier, the idea of a vaccine passport. If we can prove we've been fully vaccinated, why shouldn't we be able to cross? And the argument I've used is, even in the past, when I would bring my dog into the U.S., I had to show his papers to show that he had his rabies vaccination. And I've traveled to other countries where I had to get vaccinations. I had to prove it. I don't have a problem with that, certainly in the short term. If that's what it takes, and I know it's going to be a gradual opening, a dimmer switch approach, not a light switch. If that's what it's going to take to start letting some light into that border, I'm all for it. Niagara Falls, Canada, we're the number one leisure destination in Canada. Upwards of 14 million people come here every year. And 25% of those come from the U.S. And they represent 50% of the revenue. Okay. When you've got a population so heavily dependent on tourism, we need to look at all the ways that we can to safely open up that, that border. All right. Mayor Restaino from Niagara Falls, New York. Mayor Restaino, what's your view of opening the land border? And I'll ask you the same question I asked Mayor Diodati. Is it? Do you want it open now? And if not now, when? Well, I think that the most important uh, factor is making sure that we do it smartly and making sure that we do it safely. And so I think the majority leader, Senator Schumer's plan makes sense. We can gradually begin to sort of file the frozen border and make us begin to allow people who are fully vaccinated to travel back and forth. I've often said that more than just in in the area of tourism, uh, our neighbors in the Niagara region, it's like another neighborhood for us. And I know that there are many on this side of the border, as well as on in the Canadian side, there are families that have been separated. There's favorite restaurants and favorite stores. So for us, it's really just a part of our um, local economy to open up to our neighbors of the north and, and us to them. So I think that the senator's idea is, is I think that's the recipe. And it, you know, as Mayor Diodati suggested, too, it is a dimmer switch approach. We start to introduce more and more people within those categories of acceptable uh, transport between. And I know here in New York State, we have developed an Excelsior path. I'm not saying that it's the only technology, but we have that we have that now here where each person who has been fully vaccinated has the ability to show electronically that they have been, and there's a, a scan that you can do with the, uh, uh, the, the image, and determine that you've been fully vaccinated, um, and so you pass forward. Now, I, I would think that certainly that kind of technology can be shared, can be improved, uh, but that's that's an option that allows us to be able to safely uh, go between the two countries. And I think that's something, and I do agree that part of the problem is all we get are sterile announcements of continued closure and no real understanding of, okay, are we three-quarters down the track? Are we halfway down the track? Mm-hmm. When is it? What else do we have to do? And that's really not being disclosed. All right. Mayor Estena, what percentage of your population in Niagara Falls, New York, has been fully vaccinated? Do you know? I know that, I know that in Niagara Falls, um, we have... I think we're somewhere in the neighborhood of 40% of our, just plus or minus a, a few points, that have been fully vaccinated. And county-wide, we have 57%. Um, and right now what we're doing is we're starting to go into the neighborhoods. We're becoming a little bit more mobile mm-hmm. with the uh, vaccine opportunities. 
Um, so we're going to try to go to where people okay. are instead of just having them sort of all right, Mayor. Large yeah, Mayor Diodati, let's talk about the economic realities. What's the cost? What's the cost been to Niagara Falls, New York, of keeping the border essentially closed for the last year plus? What's it cost you? Well, you know, uh, it's uh, it's devastating, and you know, sometimes we joke we're waiting for the tumbleweed to blow across the street. And when you think about it this way, there are forty thousand people. That's four zero, forty thousand people that count on tourism to put food on the table. And they've all been essentially out of work. And I've had people come to me in tears saying, you know, I appreciate the CERB. It's been uh, uh, like a godsend. I appreciate it, but it's not enough for a family. And I've met these people at the food giveaways and the different events. It's been devastating. We lost most of last season. We can't handle two seasons back to back. And I'll say this. Tourism, resilience is part of our DNA. But this, everything else was was just a trickle. This is a tsunami. And to bounce back, we need to have a plan. And if people can at least have a plan, they know where the target is, you can start to build hope and planning. Because even these people need to, they need to um, buy stock and inventory. They need to hire people, train people. People need to be able to plan. Are they going to be able to buy that car? Are they going to have to sell that car? And not knowing sometimes is worse than knowing the bad news. I think people, as Mary Stano says, and the other thing, we're one big city divided by a border. I mean, what happens to one side affects the other. And when I travel, most people don't know there are two Niagara Falls. And we're very, very close. And as Mary Ray Stano said, I've got family all over the U.S. I've got friends. Um, and, and living in a border town, it's a way of life. You go over to eat, to go shopping, to go visiting. And, and even when I was a kid, you didn't even carry ID until after 9-11. Then you carried a passport. And, and it's just a way of life for what we do. It's been very disruptive for us. Imagine not being able to go to the city right next to where you live, wherever that is in Canada. Well, that's what, what it's like for us, too. It's not just a border. It's the other part of our city. Yeah. Uh, Mayor Stengel, final, final question for you. What's the cost been to the city of Niagara Falls of having the border with Canada essentially closed, the land border closed for over a year now? Well, obviously, uh, we have suffered um, financially uh, the estimates in the millions for the loss of revenue. Um, you know, it's caused to have to retool uh, the entire tourism uh, delivery. Um, we've had in the whole mid-Atlantic and northeastern states, uh, but still there's a, there's a missing piece because of um, our ability to have that continued uh, course of commerce with our, with our Canadian neighbors. So... Um, we're we're um, eagerly anticipating their return. Uh, they can't open the border. The, the federal government symbols that can't open the border fast enough for me.